0: Welcome into the Section 113 podcast as the Blazers return home after a long road trip. They'll take on the San Antonio Spurs on Tuesday night. I'm Travis Demers. Thanks for being here with us. And it is time to finally welcome in, as most people call her, the the queen of Rip City, the one and only Brooke Holes and them. <laughs> Brooke, I know we've seen a lot of each other lately. Um, I'm sorry for that, by the way. But are you happy to finally be home?
1: Oh, my gosh, Travis. Yes, I know. Ironically, uh, Travis and I see each other in Sherwood. Yes. Our kids go to the same school. So it was fun this morning to see you after a, a couple of days. It seemed like forever right. of being apart because we were together for so long. But, yeah, being home feels good. I mean, it, but you know what? I, we couldn't have asked for a, a better road trip. And even though it seems so long, there's so many different time zones, which we're, you know, we've been doing for a yeah. while. We're used to. But this one just seemed a little extra long. But And that's going – Four and two, so couldn't you imagine how much we would have been, you know, itching to get home if uh, it was uh, not four and two, if it was two and four, let's say. So, yes, I am to answer your question in a long-winded way. I am very excited to be home, and I'm, I, I won't show you. I, so we're on video, guys, and you can only hear our voices, but I will not show you that I still have not fully unpacked. I just don't have the energy yet. <laughs> I, I
0: actually had some time today when uh, when the kids were doing nap time. Well, one of them does nap time; the other just sits in his room quietly. But. Yeah, so I actually had a little bit of time to do that today, which usually I don't. This road trip, right, when you think about it, the the number of games that starters and key players missed. Damian Lillard missed, what, three games. Yusuf Nurkic missed three games. Anthony Simons missed two. Jeremy Grant missed a game. Shaden Sharp missed a game. Uh, Justice Winslow missing games. It's unbelievable that the team has been able to put together enough depth to survive a road trip like that. With that many guys out – and against really good teams.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what I uh, like. kind of was harping on about halfway through. That those games that you you start off like, man, this would be great to get. But I mean, no Dame, you know, no you nerd. Know, no, no but it, I continue to say it, and I'm sure you feel the same way. And I know it gets used a lot, but next man up. And But this time, next man up means something different yeah. to me with this team than it has in past seasons. Because those men, in terms of next man up, are Jeremy Grant, Josh Hart, I mean, and depending on who's in or out, Anthony, Shaden, you know, I'm just talking about when like the main guys are out, you still have incredible weapons out there. And I I love that Lamar has been pushing this Jeremy for All-Star. I think it's well-deserved. And when you say next man up, the the, the array of men that are um, (laughs) at uh, Chauncey's service are at a much higher caliber uh, than in years past. So... I've just been really impressed with the way that they've come together. And and I I would never feel like they're out of a game. We've seen them come back from down 16, down 14. And I mean, most of them, they've won some, you know, came down to the wire, but they just never think they're out of it. And I felt the same way every single time. Like, okay, we just kind of got to get in a a rhythm here. got to get some stops and they find a way to do it. And it's really beautiful to me to see a lot of it starting with their defense. And that's again, something maybe we haven't seen a ton of, in recent past, and that they love they love playing defense. They love having their defense lead to offense, and it just kind of changes the momentum of a game in their favor. So yeah, just to, to the fact that they have had be underhanded so many yeah. times, undermanned, uh, it's it's been incredible.
0: You know, over over the years, the the Trailblazers were a pillar of consistency in the NBA. Right, and a, a couple of players here and there changed, but it was the same front office, same coach, same general manager, a lot of the same key players and we have seen a number of teams that that don't win a championship with that kind of thing eventually decide okay we we got to change something Utah Jazz just did it too and look what's happening there Mm -hmm. but this is and I don't even know how how to describe just how different this team is it's like it's it's not even night and day it's not even fair to describe how different this Mm -hmm. team is from from years past so is it for you, because you're so close to things, is it still trying uh, taking some getting used to that this is the team that we're watching every night?
1: Yeah, but it's good getting yeah. used to. I mean, I I mean, we had a, like you mentioned the role that they were on for years, going to the playoffs every year. Uh, but I think with that, like you know, it it reaches it had reached a ceiling, yeah. and even though it was it was successful, it was kind of complacent success. And I think going through what the team had to go through last year you got, you got to kind of rough it up there for a little bit to sure. see a different outcome. And so we, I remember our, our, our broadcast team at, at times was just looking at each other on on this road trip after the Phoenix game, after the New Orleans game, like this is, this is worth going through the end yeah. of last season. And, you know, I think the players and coaches would say the same thing. You got to shake it up to get a different outcome. And that's what we're seeing so far. So yeah, you kind of got used to like, oh, well, we're a playoff. We're always gonna be a playoff team. And it's nice, you know, you know, most of the time, I'll do I get to do a postgame interview. And the next day, you know, you're coming off a win and you get used to just that, that I wouldn't say borderline success. It was high, much higher than that, obviously, I think they, you know, the Blazers went to the playoffs more than any other team in consecutive mm-hmm. years. But you got to, to get over the hump, you kind of have to take a risk. And last year, I think, and the beginning of this year, in, in free agency and summer, risks were taken, and they're paying off. So I, I welcome the change. You
0: know, for you, you're kind of the for for our for our broadcasting crew, right? TV, radio, digital, all that stuff. You're the one person who spends the most time interacting with players, right? You have a much different relationship with the players than I do. I'll see him on the bus or the plane, or I'll do an interview at now and then. You get a lot of FaceTime with them. So for you personally having the same core group of players and now a lot of new faces some of you got to know a little bit last year but now that you have had to get get a build a relationship with these new guys which you're unbelievable Mm -hmm. at what makes this year's team different in that regard
1: yeah and you know it's funny travis along the same lines that when i said complacency earlier it kind of is the same with me that it made my job easier mm-hmm. because I know these guys from last year. I know these guys from the year before. Yeah. You know, I had the, you know, which is great because I have formed, you know, such a connection and great relationship with Dame. And I am so grateful for that because, you know, he sets the bar and he's Damian Lillard. And so I, I'm so glad that we have that trust and the relationship that we have. But you bring in new guys and I kind of look at it and it's a weird word to say, but I look at it as like a new challenge mm-hmm. because it's like starting over. Like now I need to build trust with Jeremy Grant and Josh Hart. And Shaden Sharp. And it's kind of like, how do I do that? I look at it like, not from a leadership standpoint, that's not the right word, but in a way that I look at Dame and I see how he treats and tries to connect with players. And he does it in a different way depending on who the the player is. You know, like Shaden is much more reserved and will, you know, maybe take a little more talking to and, you know, kind of checking in on. But Dame knows that Josh Hart's a dog. He doesn't, Josh Hart doesn't need that. So he, you know, he, kind of goes back and forth with Josh in a different way than he does with Shaden with it. And just, he, he just really feels those relationships out. And so I, I kind of take a page out of Dame's book mm-hmm. like that, where, okay, Shaden is, he, he's not going to come up to me like a Greg Brown and, you know, say, let's come up with a new handshake, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> Everyone's different. So I, you know, figure out a way, okay, Shaden, I, I, I don't want to put too much pressure on. I don't want to push myself on, because let's be let's be real. He's so young. I mean, he's 19 years yeah. old, and he hasn't been around media ever right. until the you know until the NBA, and and so I I look at it as like a mini, a mini challenge. Like I want to make sure that Shaden knows he can trust me. I want to get to know Josh and Jeremy and all the new guys and. And, you know, Drew for that, but everyone, and it's just been, it's a, it's a fun project for me because, you know, you figure out like, okay, Drew's got a, you know, undercover real funny sense of humor. And he and I are on the bus together. We, we get there in an ungodly hour. We get there early, you get there early too, but like, it's always me and Drew just I'm like, what up man? Yep. It's me and you, bud. And so we have like, we can banter a little bit and, you know, I I really love his wife. So we talk, I, I know that's something that we can chat about. And then we know with Jeremy, he's kind of a quieter guy, but he's still got a great sense of humor. And Josh, I I mean you can talk to Josh about anything. (laughs) He's just hilarious. So it's been fun to foster those, you know, relationships and then make sure that, you know, they know that like that trust is there.
0: You got to know a lot of the guys at once a couple times on this road trip, right? After a couple of buzzer beaters. And you (laughs) sent out after the first one, which by the way, within like four minutes or whatever it was, ended up a t-shirt, which is awesome. Um you said that was one of your favorite moments. That was even before the buzzer beater in Miami. That was one of your mm-hmm. favorite moments doing what you do. Why is that?
1: Because you know, sports are the greatest reality television. Yeah. And this is coming from a Bravo fan. <laughs> <laughs> I have watched every episode of every Real Housewives. It's it's embarrassing, yet I'm still so proud of it. Um, but sports for me, you never know what's going to happen. You just never know. You can't you can't plan it. You can't. So in that moment, I Travis wasn't even fully realizing what was behind me yet. Like you know, I see them all like congratulating Jeremy and like yeah, pound the back. And then I, as you know, they're throwing to me. I'm like, oh, th- this they're not leaving. Oh, this is awesome. You know, and so they so then you kind of just have to roll with it. And in that moment, I wanted to let it breathe and like let it make sure everyone had their moment. And I was so glad that it, it worked because I was about to start. And I'm like, I'm just gonna give it a little bit more. And that's when Justice flies into the shot and taps him on the you know on the chest. And then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get up and make sure. Like I you know I tapped him on the chest. I'm like, okay, now we're starting. You know right. like that was my physical way to let him know now we're starting. And it was just a beautiful moment because. It was about, like, they were celebrating that moment and they wanted to do it as a team. And it was a reflection of what their goals are this season. And I've talked about in on the broadcast so much, being connected. And that was a beautiful example of that. And so for me, I... I feel honored that I was just even a small part of it because it was such a cool moment that we will look back on and say, gosh, remember, that was that was crazy. That was awesome. Never seen anything like it. And then three games or three games later, we saw it again. (laughs) Right,
0: right. You know, you you talk about the moment, right? Well, the moment right now has been great through the first 13 games of the season and sitting at nine and four. Most people didn't expect that through all the injuries. All of the stuff has been great. But there's still a lot of basketball left to be played. There's still, what, 69 games left to be played, a nice number of games left in the season. And you got a three-game homestand coming up and then another long, difficult road trip. you got another six-game road trip coming up in December. And we still haven't seen Gary Payton II back. GP2 is not going to play on Tuesday against San Antonio. We don't know when he's coming back. A number of guys are questionable. Um, You hope that at some point that doesn't, Catch up with them. Every team is going to go on a losing streak, right? But right. capturing the moment now, but understanding that this isn't the entire season, right? Here through thirteen games, how do you do that?
1: I think. I mean, there are so many cliches out there, like one game at a time, right. blah blah blah. You know, but we've never you know, heard those before is, ever. No, never. Leave it all out on the floor. Give it a hundred percent. But at the same time, Travis, I feel like this team, and because of everything that you know Dame and company went through last year. I think it's okay to celebrate the joy of of moments and periods of time which like this last road trip was and i think that 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 you put that in the bank right you put these memories and that feeling in the bank and then when you have your trials and tribulations you remember that and say okay we just got to push through this and we know we know what we can do and you're right it's there's going to come a time when i mean knock on wood i'm knocking on it like it health isn't a huge issue on this road trip, it could have been because with all the guys sure. out, but they found a way to win. But at some point, yeah, guys get tired, guys get sick. Um, you know, there, there are so many different things that could possibly happen that you kind of get, get you go through a slump or, you know, you're kind of questioning your, yourselves and your team and it's, it's a period of time where you have to get through, but when you've already had the success and and shown that you have the wherewithal to go through, uh, being down a huge deficit and looking at each other and saying, we still got this, you have those moments where you're, they're build, building experience so early mm-hmm. that it can only be a positive. Um, it can only be a positive thing for the remainder of the season, for when the times get tough. We're, we're seeing a lot of teams that—I mean, Golden a number of teams that are struggling that we did not foresee struggling early on. They're going to figure it out, you know. So I don't know what's better or worse: being uh, kind of rough at the beginning and like alert, still figuring it out, and then hitting your stride. Or like hitting your stride early, being like, "Wow, we got something really special here," and then maybe going through a tough time later. Either way, it's it's a peaks and valleys in the NBA in an NBA For season. Sure. But I think they're really um, like building something early that they can rely on and say, "Well, we had that experience early, and we know that we can do it, and so we'll get through this." And uh, they they're going to do it together.
0: Tuesday, San Antonio. This isn't the old Spurs. I mean, it's not even last year's Spurs, right? Uh, Unfortunately mm-hmm. for Zach Collins, he's hurt. Uh, we're not going to see Ugh, him.
1: I can't, it, even. I can't yeah, even. I can't even. Feel
0: awful for him. Um, but you know, Dejounte Murray's moved on. He's in Atlanta. You know, they still have a number of really good young players. Kelvin Johnson, Devin Vassell are playing really well. Uh, some veterans mixed in there. But this is one of those teams that they're winning games. Like, wait a minute, this is, I thought San Antonio was, was trying to get the number mm-hmm. one pick, and they're not quite starting the way that that Utah has, but they're winning games too. And this is another one where it's like, okay, nobody has jumped up and bitten the Blazers yet. They've been the team that's been doing that to other people. How do you make Mm -hmm. sure that doesn't happen now, especially being undermanned again?
1: Well, I loved what Chauncey said uh, before the last game of the road trip. He was asked about, you know, those phrases that people say like – or. Ideas or just opinions that aren't even maybe true. That oh, you know, the last game of the road trip's always you know a, a, a sneaky one. Oh, then when you get home, the first game home is always oh, you never know. And Shauncey was really cool with what he said. He goes, "That's a, that's all in your mind. That's you know the, that's just mental." And so he's been through it. He knows. And so I love that yeah. he's. Like, I'm not. I'm not giving these guys an excuse. Yeah, whoever made who made that up? Like, is that a thing? <laughs> whoever said that? Where's the you know? Where's the criteria? Where are the you know the research? um but i i love that he said that because he's already like making sure that there are no excuses to be had like yeah we tra- treat every game the same and there's no there's no talk about guys this is our first game back after a road trip so you know don't forget to play basketball yeah it's he treats them all the same and i loved that answer so yeah but it is what but you, and you know kevin lamar always say it i'm sure you do too like these everyone gets paid all these teams you know every yep. player and they all want to win and you know you look at a team like San Antonio that kind of doesn't have anything to lose so those can be the scary the scary ones that sneak up but i just don't see that happening with this team and no matter who's out on the floor it, there's it, they just all have that like, the dog in them i just don't see it i, I don't see that they have too much pride yeah. it's not just in themselves like personally but in what they're building that I just don't see them letting a game get, I mean, you know, there'll be one or there'll be a few during the season where you're like, that's a one-off. Like, I don't know what was going on to, you know, what was going on tonight, but I just don't see them letting games get out of hand um, and and not feeling like, okay, guys, what are we doing here? You know? And, and Chauncey too, he's that same way in the coaching staff. Like, okay, call a timeout, take a deep breath. We're we're clear. Like the last game, like there were a couple times on defense, there was obviously a lack of communication Any quick timeout. Okay. Let's regather and get back out there. And I just, I just don't see them too many times this season. Letting one of these, like you know, first game home or last game on the road trip, be an excuse for them. I just don't yeah. see it.
0: Brooke Olson is our guest here on the Section One Thirteen podcast. Of course, you can see her with Kevin Lamar every game night, and make sure you check out her podcast with Casey Holdall, the Blazers Balcony, which is phenomenal. Brooke, thank you so much thank for you. the time, and I'll see you at Motor Center.
1: Thank you. I gotta to talk to Case and be like, Case, the fifteen minute—that's the jam. We're going hour forty-five sometimes. Yeah,
0: but you guys do it like what once a week or every. I gotta do this every yeah. game night.
1: I know, Travis. I applaud you. I really do. Like you've been killing it, and I think it's a great, um, like a, a great—not prototype, but like I love the like the get in, get out, and just yeah. kind of get the updates of. I, I think fans like will love that and are loving that. And it's, you obviously have your insight to the team. You travel, you're with them, you talk to them and the coaching staff. So I think it's great. And just like for a quick, like drive to work, drive home, um, get a little Blazers update. So keep doing it.
0: Appreciate it, bro. Thank you. (laughs) All right. The Blazers and Spurs Tuesday night, seven o'clock on the Trailblazers radio network. Michael Holton and I will have the call at seven. Mike Lynch will have the pregame for you at six o'clock and we'll see you before the Blazers and Nets play on Thursday. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next time in the Section 113 podcast.